Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. This is Ink Tank, the show where we love comics more than Harley Quinn loves the Joker. Probably. I'm yeah. Max. I'm Alex. And yes, we are just two guys who love comics and are also into films, so we figured why not combine the two and do a podcast about it. <laughs> exactly. Before we continue, I guess you should let you know how awesome we kind of are, maybe. I, I, I guess so. Yeah. Max, what do you do? Well, I am a writer at a website called You Nerded. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe not. I don't know. I can't read your mind. <laughs> and I'm Alex. I'm the executive assistant at the Chicago International Movies and Music Festival. Oh, yeah. This, this guy works to make festivals about the pictures, about the yes. moving pictures, yes. <laughs> exactly. But... Well, anyways... I think this is a good time as I need to jump into our main event, which is The Flash. We were awesome enough to get a advanced screening of the pilot. So let's talk a bit about that. What are your just general thoughts about the pilot before we go into more detailed discussion? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I can all explain it in one word, but nerdgasm. Ever since they introduced... Barry Allen in the Arrow second season, I have been gushing with just stored blue-balled nerdiness that has been released at this just seeing of this. So, yes, I had a lot of, you know, hopes and dreams for it, and this show just looks great. I'm glad Jeff Johns is a part of it, and that is just what I'm really excited about. I mean, what did you think kind of going into it? Yeah, kind of going with what you said, I really liked it. I've been hyped for it ever since uh, Barry Allen started showing up on Arrow and they revealed that it would be spinning off. So this is nice. You know, we got our nice little DC TV universe. I mean, it looks awesome. Grant Gustin looks like a cool Flash. I love how Jeff Johns, the uh, chief creative officer of DC Comics, is involved. I love the Arrow team is involved. Yeah, I just I had high hopes for it, and they were met for the most part. Yeah, totally. I totally, totally agree. Um, and just we gotta be all filming with it before you know I explode in nerdiness. But I I just love the layers upon layers of storylines that are in this. Obviously, we have the kind of coming up story of becoming the hero that is Flash for Barry Allen. Beneath that is just webs upon webs of possibilities for this show. Obviously, we have this love interest he does have with his weirdly adoptive, not-sister Iris West. They kind of point it out in the show, but it's kind of weird, but, you know, it's you know, it's cute and whatever. It's the girl next door that he lived next door with her with. Um, you've just got this relationship with him and his father, because, obviously, you know, he's in jail for the death of his mom, Nora Allen, but, you know, as the show shows, spoiler alert, she dies in the beginning of it. Um, and then, obviously, at the end of the show, we have, you know, his kind of mentor get out of his wheelchair. Um, this is, and then bringing up, like, a future article. I think there's a lot of possibility for the show. There's a lot of levels of story here. There's just a lot of potential. I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening. Yeah, I definitely like all the little, like, Easter eggs and, um, you know, little hints at future plots that they dropped. I mean, um, it's a lot, in a lot of ways a stark contrast to the pilot for Arrow, which was, 
you know, just like Batman Begins, except this dude's got a bone now. But uh, here it's like, you know, it's very firmly, like, planted in the DC universe, I think, you know. You've got Barry, you've got, you know, um, another guy shows up that I won't spoil that he gets to say hi to. Um, you know, and unlike Arrow, which ran with, you know, generic thugs for a while, we actually got a classic Flash villain in the first episode, uh, which was Weather Wizard. Yeah, that was, it was great to see him. And what, that, once again, you know, this is another layer that I even forgot to bring up, was the potential of other metahumans. This is such an exciting idea. I'm excited for it because this means this, you know, inciting incident for Barry is the inciting incident for many, you know, other people to come, like other superheroes and supervillains, probably mostly supervillains, but it's just another cool way to get this show going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the whole, like, the same accident that gave the hero its powers is also powering the villains isn't quite anything new, but I feel like it's a good way for The Flash to kind of build out its rogues gallery and do it in a believable way so that the show can still, like, exist alongside of Arrow and sort of ease superpowers into this world. For sure. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of, though? What? Like, Static Shock. I That is, like what I go to, where, you know, he's about to be, you know, he's handed the gun, and he, like, throws it out, but he's, like, part of this, he's kind of part of the gang, and all of a sudden, like, the government, like, shoots these weird experimental bombs at him, and shit goes off, because they're in, like, a toxic waste area, and that's how everyone gets their powers. Um, and, I mean, that was a cool running show for the few seasons that it was. I mean, it was animated, but, yeah, no, I think it's a very similar idea. Yeah, well, I mean, their animated shows have been the best. I mean, it's only now that I think the live-action projects are really sort of catching up to that level of quality. You will, no, definitely. I just, I, I'm, I'm excited for a comic book label to be good in TV shows because comic books are weekly and shows should the shows that adapt from them. And that's another great thing is they're crossing over. You've got Arrow and Flash crossing over in episode eight of each season. So you've got an hour on Tuesday, an hour Wednesday. You are emerged in this DC universe, and that's not to mention the other shows that are coming out. Oh yeah, definitely. I like how just openly the Flash is embracing its comic book roots. You see tons of characters from the comics, lots of great hints at future plot lines. But uh, let's talk about Grant Gustin for a bit. Who oh, yeah. is our Barry Allen, the newest DC hero to? Grace the small screen. What did you think of him? Okay, I'm going to start with just looking at him. I mean, I never see The Flash as, like, a buff guy, but, like, I just feel like if he didn't have powers, I could beat the shit out of Grant Gustin. Um, and I'm not trying to say I'm, like, a tough guy or anything, but, like, just not a threatening-looking guy. But then again, that could be helpful to the story where, you know, it's just you can't... It's hard to believe that he's going to be able to do what he does, but just... Physically, he's a little, you know, he's a little prissy boy from Glee who sang some stuff, but I think, you know, on an acting aspect, he did pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I really liked um, his performance. I thought there was a lot of, you know, he could do the seriousness, uh, you know, of being a superhero, obviously, but he also brought, like, a lighthearted sort of tone to it that I don't think we've seen yet from a... Uh, from a DC show, you know, like, I feel like Grant Gustin is kind of more like, um, they're making him more like a Peter Parker 
type, you know, dressed like a normal guy who liked science. He didn't ask to get powers, but now he has them. And he's like, you know, am I good enough to have these? I'm so glad you made a Spider-Man reference. I just knew it. I knew it. Of course. If anyone in the world would be like, oh, well, he's Peter Parker now. Okay. I, I had to do it. You had to. <laughs> but <laughs> do you know what I'm really hoping in this show? What? We, we don't get an alter ego voice. I just don't fucking want it. I don't. I'm done with it. I mean, like, I get Christian Bale. I like how they kind of change with Airway. He's got a voice changer. But just stop. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I hope they don't do anything. I just, I don't know. Like, he's I, not big as a figure as Oliver Queen, though. He's not as recognizable. So hopefully, like, you know, just being how he was, kind of like a wallflower in the police department that, you know, no one will ever think he's the Flash. But, God, I just hope they don't have a freaking just mask voice is what I'm going to refer to it as. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't really make sense for the Flash, I feel. I mean, because he's got his identity pretty well hidden. Like, he's got the mask and everything. You really only see his chin. I'm like, just... You know, with Arrow, I feel like he needed the voice changer because it's literally just a hood. could fly yeah. back any minute and you could see his face. <laughs> I'm just hoping he grabs Captain and goes, like, where's Iris? And just, like... <laughs> Oh, God, I just don't want it to happen. Just <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think they seem to be doing a very much more faithful take on Flash than um, with anyone else, you know. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And another cool thing was right off the bat, Joe West, or like Detective West, his kind of father figure while his dad's in jail, boom, right after he defeats his first villain, comes with his hood off, and... Joe, like, he knows right off the bat, which is nice. It progresses the show quicker. I mean, it was, yeah. this was something, you know, I understand with Arrow, like, it just wasn't rushed or anything. Like, he had to do his own thing. But, like, the show got so immensely better when Team Arrow was put together, and obviously it's good to build up to that. But it just That's definitely it, true. I think they did a great job, like, sidestepping the problem that uh, Arrow had and a lot of um, superhero TV shows have is where they have to like sort of dance around the fact that nobody knows who these guys are or like they can't reference them by name. You know, they're just like, oh yeah, that's that's the hood. Yeah. That's the streak. That's the ham sandwich with bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, here they're just like, no, he's the Flash. Some people know already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's good though, and it's just like I don't know like who he's gonna reveal himself to either. Who else is gonna? Well, I guess yeah, no, he's got his he, yeah, no team team Flash already happened. You've got Star yeah, Labs. Um, episode one, we've got a nice supporting cast for him. Yeah, so he can talk to someone in that costume, and that's actually where I want to go next is the costume. What do you think about it? I actually like it. I mean. Um, I think the Flash always had a pretty cool costume, but it's one of those ones where it's like, how the hell is this going to work in live action? For sure. But I think they did a decent job, like, making it look kind of leathery. <laughs> it's some sheen, but not a lot. I think I think it's decent. Yes, leather. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I totally agree. And at first I was kind of pissed because it's, like, maroon. And, like, he's the Crimson Comet. He's the Scarlet Speedster. He's, you know... But, you know, I'm glad they didn't try to have it jump out of a fucking ring or anything like that. I mean, and it's... But it's nice, though. Like, I think... And it was kind of, like, when I look at it, it's like, okay, 
this is the Arrow universe. I, I don't care how you put it, we're in the Arrow universe. That's how the Flash was in, like introduced. He was introduced in the Arrow universe. You yeah. look at Arrow's costume. It's a dark green, and it only makes sense. Like, you stand them together, like, and I wish they, they didn't do it in this episode, obviously, but I hope they do it in soon, where you get to see the Flash stand next to the Arrow. And I think that right there is going to calm a lot of people down. It's like, oh, okay, so they look good together. Like, they, yeah. like, they could be a team, perhaps a league. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah. A league that enjoys justice. <laughs> but uh, he was had an interview, and they're actually talking about the costume. And he said, well, you know, after the pilot, it actually got a lot lighter. So I think they made some alterations to it. Um, but, yeah, I love how Arrow gave him his name. I think that was the coolest part. Yeah, definitely. I love the interaction between the two, how you sort of, yeah, you feel like these two shows are in the same universe, and I feel that's part of the appeal of reading, you know, superhero comics, because it's all sort of interconnected, and it's sort of meshed together. Yeah, definitely, and I just, that scene with them together, like, oh, man, that's just like, that's like watching Jennifer Lawrence and Olivia Wilde make out. That's like how awesome it was for me. Like, and this reveals his secret fantasies. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever, man. But I'm just saying, like, it was just like that. It's like two things. It's the Expendables done right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like mashups you've always wanted to see that actually get to happen. And just, like, it was cool how, like, uh, it just, uh. But I did feel that, you know, Stephen Amell, I don't know. Did you feel like he was a little out of character or, like, that those lines were a little forced on him? Oh, I guess we should have put a spoiler alert, but um, Stephen oh, Amell has a cameo in the pilot. Um, well, he said it on Twitter, like, months ago. He goes, hey, by the way, I'm on the pilot, so... As long no. as it was on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it felt forced, per se, but it definitely felt very exposition-y, like, you know? Yeah, no, I... De and it's just, it's hard to fit where that's going to be, in the, where he was in the timeline during that. Because i got to think, like, well, no, nine months later, so it was after the season, so I guess he just went through, like, putting Slade away and shit. Yeah, I think yeah, this I, is, yeah, after season two finale of um, of Arrow. I'm wondering which one is scheduled to premiere first. I don't know that off the top of my head. Oh, it's, uh, it's Flash October 7th, and then it's Arrow October 8th. Oh, yeah, so I think Arrow is so, uh, sorry, Flash <laughs> Is going to be like the kickoff for what's going on in that uh, in that universe right yeah, now. Sure. Well, it seems like that's all the time we have for today. I think we uh, covered the thing really well. Um, all I want to end with is if you're getting ready for the Flash, I highly, highly recommend reading Jeff Johns' Jeff Johns' Rebirth. If you can probably find it, we'll probably have a link on it. But it's a trade that you know, honestly, that's my prediction of how this story is going to kind of turn out. Yep, there is one scene uh, at the end, which is the one thing we won't spoil, that uh, <laughs> it sets up a pretty famous Flash villain who might just be the big bad of this arc. So we're going to look forward to that, and we will see you guys next week. All right, see you guys later.